You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at Slow Ride Pod. Hello and welcome to the 216th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. I am Matt, the little guy, Alan, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I am Spencer Howe in Boston, Massachusetts. Little guy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I am uh, got a lot going on, but I, uh, I sold one of my junkers. My driveway is looking wide open it's great uh-huh. time to get back on craigslist and waste some money <laughs> on something new to ignore that's good i would uh, i would suggest a tandem bicycle little guy have you ever thought about having a tandem bicycle in your uh, in your vicinity of your home i have you know i saw um a today greenway story didn't know i was gonna do this hashtag greenway <laughs> sightings greenway story okay i was on the greenway riding to the mountain bike trails this morning and I saw someone on a tandem, and I thought about how you can get those little extender crank things so that uh, a young you can have a tandem, and the kid can ride on the tandem with the like weird extender cranks. And then yep. as they get older, you just take it off, and they can ride it normally. Yep. And thinking about because I have like the front seat on right now, and then thinking about how cargo bikes are so cool. Timmy's got the cargo bike. I'm jealous, but um, I was thinking about the tandem thing. I was like, it would be cool to get a tandem, and in a couple years. Little Tom Boonin could be on the back stoking. Yeah. And we could go uh, crush some miles, you know, maybe do some TTs together or something. Sure. But for now, he's <laughs> he's still got to ride in the uh, in the front seat thing on the handlebars while you shred the trails, which is clearly what yeah. you were doing this morning. He, you know, he didn't come to shred with me today. Oh. He did. We did ride out to Hopkins yesterday, me and him on the front, which is kind of a long ride with that setup because my knees hit the seat. Oh, and it's I got a. It's a little awkward, but it's it's super fun to ride with him. Any of the parents out there who don't have one of those little front handlebar mounted seat things, the kids right there. It's great. You can talk to them, <laughs> and you can. It's good because you can talk. It's no, it's really awesome. You, it truly is. You, you can talk, and I get to hear all the things he probably used to say in the trailer. Sure. But now he's talking more, and so every time we see construction equipment, we can point at it together, and I can let I can point out when there's a bunny that maybe he missed. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's quick on the bunny and the backhoes and the bulldozers. I gotta say, it's good. But, he needs to he needs to be alert for those moves, like coming yeah coming from the outside of the peloton and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like Fred Derosa. Ooh, Pinarello. Look at that. <laughs> um, he's you know he's not quite that good yet. I'm trying. I'm trying to teach him those things. Yeah. But um, no. But we have shredded some of the pretty mellow kind of like walking trails down by Minnehaha Creek together. Okay. On on the mountain bike, we like go down there to swim and then we shred a little trail. Just I want to I want him to soak it in. I want him to be into it. So. Right. It's an immersion uh situation, you know. It's like how you learn another language. You just go to the country and uh plop yourself down and figure it out. That's that's kind of what you're doing here with the uh with the shredding lifestyle for Tambunin Tambunin. That's that's my hope. Right. That's totally my hope. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, another thing I'm pulling out of this uh, chain of stories here is that um, it sounds like you're doing a little riding in the woods, which has me worried about Schwamigan, uh, mm-hmm. because You should be. Yeah, I have not been. Um, I have been riding in the woods. So, uh, yeah, you should be ner- nervous. I, I did... I did a big loop in the woods to this week. Getting used to the feel of the dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to. So. I need to get back out on the bike. Um, it's been uh, just commutes for me lately. Uh, but um, you know, maybe if I maybe if I jumped on the back of your tandem, I could uh, I could get some miles <laughs> in. So hey, that's that'd be a good. You know, a good way to do it. You know, little guy. I uh, I don't want to make this into a. Um, time trial bars situation between you and tim uh but you mm-hmm. know I, I did used to have a tandem <laughs> that is not my fault you <laughs> did have a tandem 
It's true. I it, uh-huh. probably most people at home don't know this. I went with you to test ride a tandem that you yep. were going to buy off Craigslist. Yep. And I bought that. You total. You bought that tandem, and I guess you rode it back to my house, and I r- drove your car back or something like that. Yeah. And some sort of combination of this, and we parked it behind my shanty. I think. Yeah. My yep. shed shanty. It's in your backyard. Yep. And. We both kind of forgot about it, and what, maybe six months later, we both looked back there, and it wasn't there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much how it went down. Uh, I came Mm -hmm. by for the tandem. I think I was moving or something, and um, it wasn't there. And I was like, oh, guys, you you moved the tandem somewhere? (laughs) And I said, what? (laughs) Oh, yeah, nope. Yeah, it got stolen out of my yard, which I have to say, I don't think anything else has been stolen out of my yard in i mean knock on wood in the in the almost 10 years i've lived here i don't know how somebody took that out without me noticing right it it was an old school like schwinn twin beat up like it was i paid 300 dollars for this thing it was a big old cruiser tandem it was fun it was fun um i had bought grips new handlebar grips for it that i hadn't even installed yet um that was about all of the maintenance I had uh, planned for that thing. Um, yeah. I, I rode it the one time uh, from the seller's house to your place uh, solo, and that's that's the only... So I've, I'm kind of a sad tandem story. I never got to ride a tandem with anyone else. I mean, aside from you for the around the block that one time. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'd forgotten that I had really not thought about the fact that you had a tandem in my yard for a long time. Um that's, That's still okay. pretty crazy to me that we, we threw it back there and then nobody noticed that it was gone. <laughs> well, I didn't have any reason to ride it. I, I, I Honestly, I didn't have any reason to buy it other yeah. than uh, it was just another weird bike to have and um, yeah. and it was cheap. We can, well, it's true. You can never have too many bikes. Um, I'm starting to build my monster cross bike. I got to uh, you know, put put the warning out to you and, and Tim, uh-huh. if he ever listens to this, my Schwamigan monster cross bike, I got some tires and they just barely fit. So if it's not muddy, <laughs> you guys are screwed. Uh, um, is there, is there any chance it's going to be muddy? Uh, do you have a far- this rate, farmer's almanac or anything? I don't, I should look into that. So now I think it's been muddy. There's been mud in the last few years. There's been mud, but it, it has not rained in minnesota where i am for at least three weeks maybe four weeks okay it is so bone dry that it could rain every day it feels like from now till schwamigan and we would still be sliding around in the dust so that's my hope with this current build project i got going because the clearances are very tight i like it i'm paper thin i like it it's dangerous the more things that could possibly go wrong for you the better for my race because i gotta Mm. say there are three horses in this race, but I'm only really concerned about one. <laughs> well, Timmy's got the good the good excuse, and he's got the single speed, which is the bad excuse. It's such a bad excuse, you know. And, he's I for sure, without doubt, he has been riding the most of all of us. Oh, I, I'm sure he's been doing tons of miles, and he's secretly going to be extra strong. We we yeah. I mean we know I don't know if all the listeners know, but Tim has a naturally high hematocrit so yeah. he's right at that threshold where where i think he'd have to get a waiver from the uci right uh you know he's like he's like kunego he's like his one of his idols so i don't uh, know so frustrating anyway um so yeah i am uh i don't have really any schwamigan updates um i've i've i haven't changed anything i haven't communicated with my coach uh again since uh since the other week um so just steady as she goes um with mm. my training but um i guess i do have one uh one actual interesting bike uh, uh news story to uh to break okay. here on the podcast i yeah i've uh decided i need to retire the richie swiss cross the dent has become too frightening to look at the giant dent you got from a pedestrian walking out in front of you or whatever. Yeah, no. Uh, well, yes, but the dent, the dent has remained the same, uh, and it will remain the same. You know, steel is real, um, breaks are for fakes and whatever else. Um, mm-hmm. that's not scaring me. What's scaring me nowadays, and it might hurt your heart to hear this, but it's, it's the cantilever breaks. 
Put some put some V brakes on it if you're worried about your power and lack of modulation <laughs> or whatever. That's what seriously you're gonna not ride the bike because of you know Spencer. Mm. I'm cutting you off right now. The <laughs> okay. problem here isn't the canty brakes. It's you. I've ridden your bike with very nice canty brakes on it, yeah. and they never work. It doesn't oh, matter no. if you've got what you had those Shimano brakes on there. They didn't work. Yeah, you yeah. had those. You had the Pauls on there. I've still got the Pauls. I've still got the Pauls. They work no, perfectly. A lot of they people work. have Pauls, they work. and they work. <laughs> they work how I want them to work, little guy, which is, like, not well. Um, but that's <laughs> that's not the problem. I like, I like them loose. I like the brake pads worn basically down to the metal. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what you like. <laughs> well. Okay, why, so wait, why, wait, keeps, why, keeps if you honest. like that... Why is why do you not like the brakes? Why why are you going to the? I'm assuming you're going to go to drum brakes. Yeah. Um. So, I think we have reached a point where I am ready to accept the foregone conclusion that I'm not going to be able to find decent wheels and decent brakes and and things like that. And the depreciation is going to be such that. It does not make sense to continue to maintain the Richie as an A-level bike. I may keep it as like a commuter. It may get downgraded to a winter bike or a commuter bike because it's it's beat. You know, it's been worked. It's got that dent. Um, Yeah, yeah. um, It is beat. But I I've I I think the bike industry has actually settled enough where. And I, I hate to I hate to admit this to all of our listeners, but I think Big Disc has finally got its claws into me. Ah, oh, man! And, I mean, and it's right. uninev- in- inevitable. Like I can't. It's unavoidable. I can't do. I can't. Uh, I see. I don't know if it. All right. I mean, yeah. If you feel that way, I guess. Uh, I've, I don't I've know. Been, I just. I've been on the front lines of the resistance, little guy, for a long time. <laughs> I, I worked for uh, with Ridley Bikes when they went all disc on their cross bikes, and I I resisted. Oh. I did not buy, um, yeah. and you know I, I'm glad that I didn't because I would have a disc brake bike with quick release skewers on it now, and it would be worth less money than any other bike I could have bought uh, at that time, um, because that is something no one wants, not even disc brake people, but. I think we've settled yeah. on through axle and spacings and all this stuff. Mm. Uh, Don't get comfortable. Finally, kind of the dust has settled, and I was I was comfortable enough that I needed to move on and so jump into the twenty first century. I have purchased a new frame. Okay, which is didn't you already have a, a new frame that you never built up? Yes, that one was also a Canty bike, and I sold okay. it. Okay, I never built oh, cool. it up, and I sold it. Uh, yeah, right. I br- broke even on that one. Uh, the seven oh, okay. is gone. The Richie is maybe on its way, uh, to be determined. Um, but I am replacing it with a Squid. Oh, all right. Well, that's goofball. I like that. I knew you would. Are you like, going to rattle? I knew. I knew I would push you away at the beginning, but then I'd pull you back in. Yeah, I like the goofiness for sure. Are you going to rattle can it yourself? I absolutely am going to rattle can it myself. Nice. And all right. I tell I like you this. what, if you could see my computer screen right now, it is tab after tab after tab <laughs> after tab after tab of Klein paint jobs. Okay. Well, so you're, that's bold that you think you are going to... I mean, I know well, you've, you, you've got some skills with the rattle cans with the paints, but that is still bold. That is that is like somebody in an eighth grade art cl- class saying, you know what, I'm going to do a Picasso today. Yeah, Starry Night, that's not so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm not saying I'm going to nail a Klein paint job, a Gator fade, mm-hmm. um, but... I'm definitely drawing the inspiration, the color schemes, the palette. Uh, you know, I'm going to Bob Ross it. You know, I'm going to do happy little uh, colors here and there. And uh, it's definitely going to be inspired by Klein, uh, painted by Spencer. So okay, results cool. may vary. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Do you already got the bike in your possession? Is this going to be something you're going to be painting soon or you're waiting this, in the queue? This is in route. 
Uh, it is in route. I should receive it uh, uh, this coming week. By the time this podcast drops, it should be in my hands. So um, looking cool. forward to that. And then I'll have to uh, purchase all my uh, spray bike uh, cans and um, decide on my palette and everything and get to work. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of taking me off of uh, off of the cross circuit, I think, for the fall, um, <laughs> which is convenient. I like that. <laughs> I do. You're too busy building a bike that you can't race in. Well, I'm going to transfer all some parts over and things uh, like this, and yeah, I still yeah. have the single speed. If I need to get out there, if I have the if I have the uh, the itch to race, uh, not a problem. Um, but most of the time, uh, the racers were heading to um, working on the support team for. Uh, that's true for Alex. Well, so. that that's going to be awesome. Are you going to do any graphics? Is it going to say Spencer in on the down tube? I hadn't considered that just the colors maybe um maybe it i like it either way um do i have to come up with a personal brand like a logo like peter sagan has his own logo and and all these mm-hmm. guys uh do i need to come up with some sort of you know monogram i think you should you know that when i painted uh, rattle canned my old redline frame i mm-hmm. i put a little teapot on the down tube and i came up with my own signature brand the teapot yeah. Yeah. Um. And uh, sadly, the teapot cracked after a couple of years. Shoddy works in the chip there at the old yeah, teapot shoddy, factory. At the teapot factory, but the teapot was my personal brand for a while there. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, I think it's a good thing to come up come up with your own brand. It was uh, you know, it was a good. It's a good throwback. I remember that bike, and uh, you know, it was an attention getting. Uh, they, I would say the teapot was pretty sought after. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's pretty funny, um, but yeah. So I'm moving. I'm moving into the world of disc. I think. I think I might uh, use this bike to not only be my cross, cross, uh, off road, all road, gravel grinding, sandblasting bike, uh, but also as my road bike. Should I need one, just uh, swap out the wheel set, and I might be able to knock out. I might do an N minus two, little mm. guy. See, I feel like people say that, you know, a lot of people they come in with the best intentions, but you'll still end up with as many bikes somehow. I, I don't know how it happens. It's it's just, it's a fluke in the math. Um, but I do. I like the idea. It makes sense as someone who has way too many bikes to personally maintain right now. Um, and <laughs> yeah. as you said, cross is coming. Hashtag cross is coming. Uh, I, I'm currently working on my stupid bike and my cross bike, and it's not working out for me. So I hope for you, just the one bike, the monster mm-hmm. cross cross road bike combo will really work it all out. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, the folks at Squid are so rad. Uh, they're good friends um so it was it was really cool to be able to purchase something from them and and support them and uh i haven't told anybody yet this is the world debut of this news i mean aside from my wife uh um nobody else knows about this so i am most excited i think to uh to tell uh anthony clark about this because Mm -hmm. he is just gonna freak out and it's gonna be awesome Sure. I mean, you could tell him anything, and he'd probably freak out, though. You know, he'd be like, <laughs> I had coffee this morning, and he'd be like, "Yeah." Um, oh, that's cool. He's he's living his best life every day, and it's amazing. <laughs> he's I'm, living his best life. It's so good. Um, cool. That's. Uh, I, I'm going to transition this. I'm excited for you. I okay. I, I, I went to the Thank dentist you. this week. This is this is like bike related, and that I wore a bike related shirt to the dentist. Um, okay to try to see if I could find out if I had a titanium bike dentist or not. I didn't know what What's kind the, of dentist Okay, was. so th- this was on purpose. Yeah, so I thought, thought about this. This was a test. I, I wore my, if you remember, I had my old velo, local velodrome, uh, the NSC Sports Center velodrome t-shirt. And sure, so I, yeah. I, I saw it in the drawer and I was like, you know what, I should wear that to the dentist because then if my dentist is a titanium bike dentist, or, you know, I can find out if they're a golf dentist or a titanium bike dentist. I wore the shirt, no comments, no talk, no, no, we didn't talk about it. So I'm assuming okay. I have a golf dentist. So hmm. I think that's a pro tip, though. If you want to find out what your dentist, what kind of dentist you have, um, and if you should keep going to them, you just wear something bike related. And then if they comment, you're in. 
If not, maybe you think about changing dentists, though. It's kind of a pain in the ass to change dentists. So I'm probably <laughs> sure, not sure. I mean, there's probably a lot of subtle things you could do, right? Like um, if the dentist has like a TV in the office, you could say, oh, do you get uh, do you get Sky in here? <laughs> do you get Outdoor Life Network? <laughs> uh, OLN, have you heard of it? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of ways to do it. I just, I'm a little bummed that my dentist didn't, you know, say, oh, you do you ride? I have a moose. Yeah, you you could say, oh, do you do you accept um, United Healthcare or <laughs> Rally Op- Optum Optum Rally? Do you take any of the healthcare associated with one company that sponsors multiple teams? You know, that's I mean, that's definitely I don't even know if they do dental to be honest, but it's one way to find out. I don't know either, but it, you know what they do do. They get third on GC, burying the lead. <laughs> That's a pretty good pivot. Uh, Tim uh, would be jealous sort of. Of, of that uh, segue. <laughs> that wasn't a very good segue, but... <laughs> we are... Yeah, this podcast, uh, Tim was so excited that he uh, he had a freak out and couldn't even be here. So yeah. we haven't even addressed that. Talk about burying the lead. Guys, Tim's not here. Uh, but more importantly, our other uh, podcast ho- co-host, uh, Abby Mickey is not here either because she is too busy kicking ass in Colorado at the Quiznos Great Colorado (laughs) Classic. It's just the Colorado Classic, I think. I don't think it's associated with Quiznos anymore. The Colorado Classic in Colorado, Colorado, USA. She got third on GC, fourth in the TT, third on GC, third on GC. Third on GC. I'm so excited. I was so pumped. Yeah. So all those times that she's been on this show, um, talking about, oh, yeah, definitely don't bring a podium bike to the podium. Uh, But, you know, I never get to do that because I'm never on a podium. I don't think she can say that anymore. Yeah. We have photographic evidence of her on a podium of a pretty big race, I would have to say. A very big race. I... Though I have to say, we spent a little time before the race trying to find just a nice result sheet on this so we could confirm that we weren't being idiots. And it is a little too difficult to find results sometimes for women's racing. We've said this many times, but holy cow, we had to like yeah. dig through like weird links and uh, it was way too difficult. And eventually we confirmed it, but um, that's from two people that know all the websites that these things are on and it was hard to find and then you know the race finished today so maybe it was just a lot of results weren't up but man it was a little difficult um well i mean even some of the cycling news uh websites not having the information we're looking for which is kind of a bummer um but um hopefully that will trickle out there yeah um but yeah women's women's racing still uh still a lot to be desired there as far as the news and coverage but um we did see that she finished third overall third, on third. the GC. And oh, you, so you know excited. what? Maybe maybe more controversial than that little guy mm-hmm. was um, her coasting in uh, with the pack uh, uh, on stage three, I believe, um, and rolling across the line in 15th place. Yeah, I saw that. I 15th think... place, little guy. She's right there. No. She could have. She could have, she could have done it. I mean, third on GC is pretty yeah, impressive. Little, Fourth on the TT, pretty impressive. But like, I thought she was on this podcast. You know, I thought, I thought she had. What would have happened if she, yeah, if she smashed that time trial like she did, and then smashed that GC podium like she did, and then also pulled off a sixteenth place? That's, uh, that's a hat trick. <laughs> that's that's a slow ride podcast hat trick right there. Um, and you know she was almost there. She was almost there. I'd give I'd give her race effort a solid A minus. <laughs> I'll give her an A. She sixteenth would have given her the plus. <laughs> um, I was super excited to see she did so well in the TT because I'm pretty sure when I asked her what if her pro cycling stats page was correct and that she was she TTs were her like her power her largest power bar. She was like I don't know. No, I don't like TTs. So maybe she doesn't like it, but she's really good at it. 
It's, it's all that Zwift, little guy. Yeah, I so. guess. I can't make myself Heck do yeah. that, but I guess it works. <laughs> it's got to be. It's that it's gotta be. talent um, so, and training all kinds of ways. Well, sure. Talent. Just talent training all the time. Um, Being pro. I mean, we're probably... Yeah, we're probably embarrassing her pretty bad already, uh, just just talking it up on the podcast. But um, also, if you don't follow her on social media, uh, on the Twitter or the Instagram, um, you missed <laughs> some very barf-inducing uh, posts between her and Tom's all week long when they were both racing the same event. Uh, <laughs> so That's good. You guys put it out there. We're going to call you out on it. Barf. You guys are gross. <laughs> Congratulations, I guess yeah. is what we're saying. No, it's, it's so awesome. Um, hopefully we'll have Abby on soon because I want yes. a stage-by-stage yes. breakdown. I want it, I want the ins and outs. This is great. I'm so excited that someone on this yep. podcast got an amazing result. Absolutely, yeah. We're going to have to get the inside uh, scoop on everything that was happening uh, you know, within that race because I can't find enough information online. Um, so that'll be, that'll be a good way for us to do it. And, uh, with that little guy, I think, uh, I think it's time for a pre-map bill. Cool. Yeah. Let's do the pre-map and then we'll come back and do some Volta. I'm Anthony Clark, just hanging out, sliding into the Slow Ride podcast. Right. Who are we going to ride for today, Spencer? Well, little guy, it's interesting that you bring this up because some days, you know, the director sportive says you're riding for Tom Boonin, Tom Boonin. And some days you get to ride for yourself. Yep. And today on the Slow Ride podcast and at the Wide Angle Podium in general, this is a day that we finally get to ride for ourselves. Finally. Um. I don't know if you know, but uh, we are kicking off our annual Wide Angle Podium Donor Drive. Um, it goes for uh, the next couple of weeks, um, so we'll be talking about this a bunch, but we just want to uh, clue in all our listeners, all our loyal uh, subscribers to the podcast, um, everybody in the in the fan experience zone on, on Facebook and all our Twitter followers and everybody everywhere. This is the one time of year that we're actually going to kind of beg you uh, to support us um, for a couple weeks here because the Wide Angle Podium Network is uh, donor supported, um, which means, you know, we don't rely on the advertising to pay the bills. Uh, we we rely on the kindness of, of, our, of our friends in podcast land uh, to do it. And by donating to the network, you're supporting great shows like Crossers Radio, like Bike Shop CX, like the Consummate Athlete, and uh, this one uh, by default because we're part of the network as well. It really helps out, you know. I mean, we uh, we love doing this. It's a great time, but there's definitely uh, costs associated with this. You know, like we couldn't have Tim on tonight because his appearance fee, we couldn't cover it tonight. You know, yeah. it's pretty steep. You it know, is. he's an expensive. He's expensive to get talent like that on a weekly basis. You know. Right. Right, the start money. Not to mention, you know, when he does a good job, all the bonuses he gets. Yeah, um, we shouldn't have written that contract the way we did for him. It is way too good. He gets bonuses for every segue, uh, you know, from from topic to topic that works. Yeah. Um, it's it's terrible. It's a terrible deal. We made a bad deal, and basically, <laughs> we need a lot of money. <laughs> He's got a, a really good agent, money. is is what it comes down to. But. Um, Basically, you can support us uh, at any level that you're comfortable with, uh, and we would sincerely appreciate it at at any of those levels. Uh, You can come in as a recurring donor at uh, as low as $5 a month. Um, At that level, uh, you get access to all the bonus content on the network. Uh, We have a ton of uh, bonus content up there for this show, uh, as well as all the other shows have bonus content up as well. Um, Little guy. You have uh, the Klein Corner video uh, episodes. You've got two episodes of that up on uh, yep. the bonus material. So that right yeah. there is a pretty big draw. Yeah, two of those. And we've we've done some other podcasts 
on various topics that are going to be up in there uh, mm-hmm. coming soon. So yeah, there's some good content in there, and and you know, eventually we we add more here and there. So yep. you know, it's worth it. I think. Yeah, we uh, I think we've got a, uh, a making of the slow ride or a backstory kind of how did we meet each other kind of episode. Yep. And then we uh, just recorded a uh, brand new draft corner um, that was our top five greatest moments in cycling history. Like, so that one's that one's definitely going to be contested. Uh, it was a lot of fun to record. There were some interesting choices being made. Um, yeah, I'll you just guys leave were it. Wrong. I'll just leave it at that. <clears throat> um, but all that. At $5 a month, and uh, we're sending everybody um, a special gift uh, for signing up during the drive, and that is some race pins, like safety pins that you pin your numbers on, except for their arrow. They're not arrow. (laughs) This is not proven in any any wind tunnel, but they are branded. They are orange. And uh, so they're wide angle podium specific uh, aero race pins and you can pin your numbers on with pride mm-hmm. with those uh, and be able to uh, to see any other wide angle podium fans in the peloton uh, as you're racing around. You know, you've got a friendly wheel to jump on. And that's that's a good thing. No, and they're actually the only pins that will work with the wide angle podium jersey. The other pins are just get rejected by it. Just shoots oh. them right out. So they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna look so good on that jersey too. Their pantones are just spot on. So nice. Um, yeah, you know every sweet. every member at uh, at every level is gonna get that. But if you step up your game a little bit, ten fifteen bucks a month, uh, we've got all kinds of other things like sticker sheets and buttons and uh, iPhone pouch uh fidget spinners we've got t-shirts so check that out it's easy to donate uh just head over to wideanglepodium.com uh click on the donate button and uh and decide what works for you you can also do one-time donations um but yeah you're you're like we said you're supporting the network you're supporting our show you're supporting what we're doing um you can choose uh which shows you know if you listen to crosshairs radio exclusively you can donate and click uh, click the Crosshairs Radio box and donate. Your donation gets allocated to that specific show or however many shows you listen to. So it's a really great system. Um, the Wide Angle Podium uh, sets that up so so your money goes where you want it to go, um, which is a very nice very nice thought. Um, you know, yeah. it gives you a feeling, a sense of of ownership, a sense of pride. You know that you're you're helping make this thing a reality, whatever it is that, that you listen to every week or so anyway, that's our pitch. We'd really appreciate it. Um, we try hard. Um, we hope you like it. It seems like a lot of people like it. Uh, but we're, uh, basically we're just trying to, um, float this thing on, on your, your donations, your kindness, uh, so that we don't have to read, uh, ads from audible or Squarespace or whatever. Um, cause <laughs> We don't really want to do that. <laughs> um, so, you know, help us help us reach that goal. Yeah. But, yeah, to everyone that has donated in the past and everyone that hopefully will in the future, I thank so much. It really means a lot. It's really great just just to know that people, uh, you know, appreciate what we're doing enough to throw a little yeah. b- bit of coin our way. Is It's it's definitely really a great feeling. So, it really thanks in is. advance. It really is. Um, you know, Tim always likes to say... Uh, it's like you're you're buying him a beer in the bar, um, yeah. which is you know pretty good. It probably makes him feel real good now that he has a kid and he doesn't get to go out to the bar anymore. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. you know you don't really get that chance in real life. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, check it out wideanglepodium.com/slash/donate. Um, just check over the options, uh, see what works for you, and if you can, we would really appreciate it. Um, and if you can't, you know, hey, we understand. We were all broke bike racers at some point, and uh, we're not going to hold it against you, but, um, you know, check it out. Yeah, thanks. The uh, the other thing going on during this preen lap is, of course, the uh, Grimper Brothers uh, Wide Angle Podium Roast. That is another great way to support uh, the shows that you love. If, uh, if you don't want to uh, become a member or uh, a recurring donor or anything like mm-hmm. that, a really easy way is to uh, head over to wideanglepodium.com. Click on the 
Grimper Brothers uh, uh, link there, head over to their site and buy some coffee beans. That way we get some kickback from that. You get some delicious coffee and everybody wins. Everybody does win with that. That is a great way to do it. And you get that bag that says full schluck on it and you, you're going to get a little smirk, a little smile every time you pull that bag out. Even before you, you grind up that coffee, brew yourself a cup and enjoy the coffee, mm-hmm. you're going to get the satisfaction of seeing full schleck on a bag. <laughs> it is true. Uh, yeah, that that's about all you need to know about that. It is, it is delicious. It is uh, fresh roasted every week. Uh, when you order it, they roast it and they ship it out to you, so... Uh, it is not sitting in some big warehouse. That is that is Dan doing that. Dan at Grimper Brothers. Um, he is an awesome dude. He supports a lot of cycling. Um, supports a lot of folks in the industry and uh, and who are out there trying to race their bikes and and uh, you know with his sponsorship. So um, it's a great company to support. It's a great tasting coffee. It's uh, win 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 win. It's it's more winning. You're gonna get. You're going to get tired of winning. You're going to do so much winning. Um, it's going to be a tough fall. Yep. But so that's that's what we got for the Dream Lap this week is uh, Grimper Brothers, um, you know, wideanglepodium.com slash donate. That's the big one. Uh, we're going to be shoving that down your throat for the uh, foreseeable next couple of episodes. Um, so, you know, if you can, get it out of the way now. And uh, in the future, when we're telling you about it, you can... Uh, Give us the bird uh, while you're driving to work or whatever it is whenever you listen to this podcast and uh, say, suck it, you guys. I already did that and uh, tune it out. <laughs> well, guy, let's go. Let's get back to the show. Let's. What up? This is Tom Skoyinch, and you're listening to this low-ride We've had a fair bit of uh, racing on the men's side this last week, and none of it's that important other than the fact that uh, Cross is coming and pulls crushing souls on just to get warmed up. But the main thing I'm excited about is that Volta is right around the corner. And even though I (laughs) watch that much of it, (laughs) truthfully, it is my favorite race because it's a little whack. Little guy, tell me. No, I'm with you. I, I, I feel this. Uh, you know, I always get excited about the Vuelta every year because it is it is a wacky race, and they do some they try some things and usually get uh, some folks that uh, didn't have a great tour and uh, are looking for a better result or somebody crashed out early or you know you get you get some interesting dynamics going on. But this year, I don't think the Vuelta's got it. I, I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of folks, uh, you know, big names not going. Uh, Landa looks like he's not going. I've seen some articles that he's on the fence. Um, uh, you know, Garrett Thomas, the greatest cyclist to ever walk the earth. Uh, he's he's not going. Uh, Chris Froome, uh, who is, I don't know, on Team Sky, some guy. Uh, I think he's okay at bikes. Uh, he's not going. Um, sensation, the youth sensation of... Uh, of Columbia, uh, Bernal, he's not going. No, he's still broken. Dumoul- Dumoulin couldn't pull off the triple, so he's not going to get second place. No, um, that's so. What? Why? 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 Why do I need to be excited about this race? Well, if if so, it, we're we're like a you know six days away at this point. It starts on the twenty fifth, I think. So, if the start sheet that's currently out is anything to believe, which I hope it is. So, some team, some teams have all their riders on there, and some teams are still pretty provisional. Um, but I, I like this one because yeah, we don't have room, we don't have the biggest boys coming to this one. But we, we, I think we're gonna have a more open race. You got the guys coming back from injury. You got Port coming back from oh, injury. Yeah. You got okay. TJ coming back from all his problems. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> you've got, you've got for Mitchell and Scott. You got a dual Yates attack. Dual okay. Yates attack. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to hear the uh, the play-by-play uh, confusion when a Yates attacks and they can't tell which one it is. Mm-hmm. 
you've mm-hmm. got um you've got Astana doing their their baby sky impression when they're bringing Lopez Fuglesang and uh Pelo Bilba who got top 10 at the Giro. So they're okay. they're doing their three-headed but like three weaker heads trick. And and then what you should really be excited about. Well, you got Nibali too coming back from injury, but who knows if he'll that, be any good. That I'm kind of excited about. A third week, baby. Um Yeah. Pino's going to be there, but the thing that I think you should this is going to tip you over the edge into being excited about this. Okay. It's all the tall all right. Dutchmen that are going to be there. Kelderman. Ooh. Yeah. I like He's it. had a quiet season, but he had I think he was fourth last year at the Volta. And then the human coat hanger, Stephen Kreisrick. <laughs> He's coming back after a top 10 at the tour. Uh-huh. He's bringing those shoulders. And George Bennett, who's on the Lotto NL, but he's, I think he's an Aussie, right? Um, yeah. So they're coming with a two-headed attack. I just think, and they're bringing Sepp Cuss, the American sensation. Oh, that's right. Okay. So we get to see him in his first tour there to help those two leaders. I just think, as usual, there's a lot of good guys showing up to this race. Who maybe haven't had a result like Mentes over at uh, mm-hmm. whatever the heck Dimension Data. He's had a crap season, so he needs to do good. You got Malema, who needs a GC result so that he can tell Port to stick it where the sun don't shine when he joins Trek next year. Yeah. Um, you got Micah, who had a crap tour. Yeah. Zacharin, who anonymously somehow snuck into the top 10 at the tour needs to show himself on TV. And this I think is the big one. Team education first. Currently provisional start list, Orion, Pierre Roland, Michael Woods. Oh, the VO two, the mullet and the Frenchman who doesn't care because he's going to a different team. How can you go wrong? (laughs) That's going to be an interesting bus. Uh, for those three weeks, uh, with that uh, cast of characters in there, I gotta, I gotta imagine you got uh, VO2 yeah. Max, uh, Mike Woods probably just in the back, like I don't know, doing jumping jacks and push-ups and stuff, just like, what's up, guys? <laughs> you guys are tired. And you've got uh, you've got Pierre Roland, like just sort of poo-pooing everything and being like, ugh, ugh, yeah, I don't know, I. It, there's I I'm excited. I think there's a lot of. I think it's going to be more interesting GC wise, just because there's a there's a lot of people at this race who need need the results, need either are going to a different team for next year, and they need to to, to you know make it known that they actually are are worth getting a chance to ride for themselves, or sure, or yeah. you know heading out of contract soon, or heading into the last year of the contract. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm excited. I like I like this race. I always do. And it, you've always got the side story of um people who are there like Saga and kind of Nabali even who are there basically to get form for the worlds this right. year. Yes. And with a hilly worlds course, I think we're going to have a lot of fun in the mountains this year because there's going to be a lot of good climbers at the Volta trying to hone that form for the worlds, which means they're going to be going out hard on some stages and trying to really like test each other, see where they're at and, you know, let the national selectors know that they're, they're somebody to work for in that context. So I don't know. There's, there's a lot of races within the race in that way. That's, that's true. You're making some solid points here. Um, I, I think maybe the only, um, the only dud in your whole spiel there was probably Uran, who won't do anything. But um, <laughs> other than that... He might not, but I mean, neither will a root. <laughs> well, that's okay. Uh, you get two duds then. Um, yeah, okay. Maybe you're, maybe you're turning... The, maybe you've maybe turned the corner on this. Maybe I will uh, I will give it some attention because um, I, was starting to, I was starting to feel like there was no star power there, but... Um, Maybe maybe peeling back that layer is really going to open things up and make this uh, the most exciting Grand Tour of the season. Yeah, I mean, currently you've got at least four Americans on the start list. So if you want to just get straight up patriotic and do nothing but just root for the home team on this one, uh, you've got mm-hmm. you've got some options. So that's you know you can go that route if you really need to get creative and liking that's your cycling. Good. Right. 
All right. Yeah, I don't know. That I think works. it's good. It starts in the, what, about a week, 25th, next Saturday. So I think if there is a Velo Games, if Velo Games isn't being sued <laughs> or has a cease and desist order happen, we will we'll probably try to try to get one of those set up and tweet that out. Um, yeah, supposedly they're gonna they're gonna have a, a league of some kind set up for the big Spanish race. Um, so as soon as we have some info on that, we will. Uh, We'll get that out to the Facebooks and the in the Twitters and um, make sure you guys can uh, get involved. Um, don't pick a run. Man, throw him under <laughs> the bus right now. I mean, he had one bad race. You know, this happened a few years ago. People uh, said he had a couple bad races, and then he, what did he do? He disappeared for a while, and everyone threw him under the bus, and then he got second in the tour. So, on a fixed gear. On a face, <laughs> yeah, on a face here. I don't know. I'm excited. I mean, I I like August. August has a lot of good little races, and there's been some good racing. But um, right. this is going to be right. good. We got a, We got a good Grand Tour coming up. I like course. it. All right, all right. I will. I will. I will check out this race. What was it called? The the Vua, Vualta. The Vuelta de España. I will. Uh, I will look it up. I will check it out for the first time. Uh, maybe I'll read about it on Wikipedia, um, so I so I know what I'm getting into. But it sounds like it has potential to be maybe a grand tour someday. <laughs> someday, I think. I think. I think it will be. Um, well, okay. There's a bunch of other racing coming up, and I just wanted to let you in on uh, on something that uh, I've been doing over here on my end, um, just unbeknownst to you and Tim. Okay. Um, there are some UCI uh, one-day classics uh, late in the season. Not too terribly far from me up in uh, are you Montreal. Go? Well. You should go. I would really like to. I keep thinking I'm going to every year, and I keep not. And every year I think they're not going to happen again the next year. Um, but they're awesome. They look great. Aren't they the and same as Schwamigan? <laughs> probably. Um, I can never get motivated. No, they're the week before. Okay. Um, I can never get motivated enough to to drive the six hours or whatever it is. Um, That's so sad. So you. this year, what I did was I applied for media credentials from the UCI uh, with <laughs> the podcast. And uh, so I'm basically banking on if they grant me access to the media. Yeah, you got to um, go. Then I will I will have a reason to to head up there and uh, and check those things out. But uh, that is far from a foregone conclusion that that'll happen. Um, so we oh. will we will see. I'll keep you posted. I'm gonna be so jealous. It's like two weeks away at this point, and yeah, basically everybody that's not at the Volta will be at that race at those two races. <laughs> so, yeah, but there'll sure. be a lot of good a lot of good classics guys will be gunning for those. So that will be fun. Yeah, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping to to make that a reality, but uh, it's it's tough to squeeze in in a weekend. Um, oh man, that's like almost this. It almost overlaps with the presidential tour of Turkey. So you know that's the so if the Volta is happening, and then you got the two <laughs> one days, and then you got the presidential tour of Turkey at the same time for all the world tour teams, you know that that that's like the Volta's one cream, the the yep. the Canada is the other good guys, and then the Tour of Turkey is the guys who like they were like, do you still want your contract for next year? Yeah. <laughs> then you're gonna go do this, and they're all like trying to feign a sickness or like tip over in the parking lot at training camp and be like, oh man, I can't go. Yeah. Oh, yep. that's rough. That's so rough. Yeah, brutal. Um, the other piece of news. That, uh, that I want to bring up here as we're wrapping up uh, this episode is um, White Angle Podium related. We're a sponsor of Katie Compton. Yeah. And like the, the White Angle Podium network is. So all those donations, like we just don't uh, hoard all that money. We, you know, if we have extra, we're going to use it somewhere. And, and this year, White Angle Podium sponsored Katie Compton. Um, part of that deal is she has to talk to us at some point. <laughs> It's like a ransom. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but uh here's the thing. I don't I don't know what we should talk to her about. Um you know, I talk think to her we about should bikes? maybe Well probably. Okay. We could we could talk to her about BMWs too. She likes those. Oh okay. um, I didn't know that. See? So I'm learning already. Mm-hmm. Um 
so I, I think maybe we should uh, we should just make this known and uh, and see if we can get some discussions going uh, about what people want to know, what people want to learn about uh, our 14 time national cyclocross champion. Uh, Katie Compton, who also only finished a few spots behind Abby Mickey on today's stage oh, really? in uh, in the Colorado race. Um, she was out there guest yeah. riding. Cross so, is coming. Uh, cross is coming. Um, so, yeah, if you got any ideas, if you want to, you know, we're, we're not afraid to get weird. So, uh, you know, you guys uh, come up with something cool for us to talk to Katie about before the season gets uh, too busy for her to uh, really dedicate some time. Um, yeah. Would appreciate some input. All right, I'm gonna start thinking of some BMW jokes I can come up with to say to her. Um, basically, dad humor. Oh yeah. Well, her BMWs go uh, very fast, and uh, she's good at driving <laughs> them. Uh, her and her and Mark. That's like their hobby. That's their hobby, man. That's intense. Yeah. Uh, do a lot of autocross so really? it's pretty rad that's crazy all right that's cool that's very cool just, uh, just working on those racing lines all year long it's awesome yeah god i guess so work for pino i guess right um well, all right cool yeah people should send us emails tweet at us let us know what uh what we should ask katie captain other than if she likes her bike or not right yeah we we we've got that part covered um so there we go. Um, little guy, let's, uh, let's wrap this one up. Um, yeah. Timmy, Timmy usually does this part, but I'll, uh, I'll do my best at saying, um, you know, thanks to everybody who has emailed us and left us reviews on iTunes. Um, thanks to BK one, uh, for Ryan Sarah's entertainment, uh, for the music, for the intro and outro. Um, and, uh, and, and thanks for listening and thanks to Abby for getting on a podium. So we have some great yeah. content coming up. Uh, thanks to Katie for f- in the future coming on this show and, uh, uh, making fun of us probably. And, uh, thanks to Tim, uh, for not being here this week, uh, to give us all just a little bit of a break mm-hmm. mid season. <laughs> he needed the rest week. Yeah. Um, Make sure you wave to everybody you see out there, especially on the Greenway, because I've been on the Greenway oh, yeah. a lot, so you got to wave to me, folks. Even even if you're riding a tandem by yourself, give a wave to everybody you pass, um, because someday that tandem might get stolen, and you won't have it anymore, and you'll be... <laughs> You'll be waving to nobody. So sad. As you ride your tandem, live in fear of the of of <laughs> of, of the fact that someday it will be gone. Just basically, as you ride, just constantly think of how this is all fleeting, and this podcast is fleeting because I'm Matt in Minneapolis. And, this is it. <laughs> and I'm I'm Spencer in Boston. And this is also it. Uh, we will see you guys next week. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.